0: Cheers! Happy Wednesday and welcome to Trades Lady Happy Hour, the weekly show where I get the incredible privilege of sitting down with uh, an amazing tradeswoman from various different types of trades, learning all about her story, her journey, her challenges, her wins, and then sharing all of that with you guys uh, in an attempt to really just celebrate women in the trades. Uh, There's a lot of amazing women out there, generally don't get the love and respect and credit that they deserve, um, often overlooked. We are a minority, but we are uh, growing in numbers, and I think a large part of that is due to visibility. I really believe that if she can see it, she can be it. Um, And also, uh, You know, part of this is about encouraging and showing women succeeding in the trade so that more women are inspired to pursue this if this is their interest, um, or so that women in the trades know that they're not alone, but also so that um, all of our amazing male allies and male supporters, and maybe those who are not allies or supporters, men out there who are skeptics, Um, are seeing these stories and meeting these women and maybe, just maybe, uh, having a change of heart or perspective in um, what women can do in the trades and um, seeing that the trades are, are a valuable career path for anybody, male or female. Um, And this is a celebration of the trades in general. Where would we be as a society without the folks who build, fix, and make things? So uh, that is what this is all about. Uh, I've been doing this for about two years now, so I'm super uh, thrilled that you guys keep coming back every week to meet these incredible women. For those of you who are new, welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to do a big thank you to my partner uh, for this podcast, uh, which is this is supported by drive time. Um, I have a, a huge amount of respect for everything that they are doing to really bring more people into the trades, offering a ton of training within their organization. Uh, really creating multiple career paths for young folks who are looking to explore the trades and, and to find their home within it. I, and I am especially love um, how much they are doing to support women in the trades, particularly through this program, but through other programs within their organization as well. So if you're not familiar with Drive Time, go check them out. Um, big thank you to them without further ado i'd like to introduce you to this week's guest so this week um we're gonna do a little bit of um there's there's a little i guess personal history for me as well i don't know how to phrase this the right way but um for those of you who have followed me for some time you probably know that i got my start in the automotive world with air-cooled Volkswagens. They were my heart. That is what got me started. I did not grow up as a car kid. I did not grow up around cars. I had no interest in cars, but I had an interest in Volkswagen bugs. And I've always joked, that uh, volkswagen bugs are the gateway drug for getting kids or or people adults even um into cars and into either you know working on them on the mechanical side or the body side so for me it brought me into the mechanical side of things for tonight's guest it led her down the path of body and paint and so tonight's guest also was in love with Volkswagens uh, when she was young and she pursued a career path starting out as a total apprentice, newbie, entry level, getting into the industry um, as a auto body journey woman. Um, She's worked her way up. She now owns her own shop, specializing in air-cooled Volkswagens. Sorry for all the noise that's happening in the background. Um, It is feeding time at the zoo and I I keep meaning to change the timers so that the cats get fed, um, not in the middle of happy hour, but clearly I forgot again. Yay me. So um, anyway, um, enough of an introduction of enough of my craziness. Let me go ahead and see if tonight's guest is here. And yes, she From me, um, and hopefully, you'll be joining us soon. So oh, sure. I- <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> sorry.
1: Hi. Good, Good how
0: are you? Day. How are you? I am fantastic. Yes. Are you yeah. at the shop? Life of a shop owner. What Pacific? What type so,
1: owner are you so I was so confused. I thought you said oh, okay. five Eastern, so I'm like, 2 p.m. for drinks. Okay, <laughs> I'm down. Okay.
0: okay, I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Okay, so be honest. What's a normal like? How when do you normally oh. leave the shop? What time are you staying late? No, this, I'm normally, you normally here
1: this? till like lately around eight. So yeah, I usually hang around pretty late, but I'm not really good in the morning, So kind of my own fault.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I'm i in the same boat. I've decided that if it were up to me, we would all start yeah. our day at like 10 or 11 and then go yeah. till like 9 or 10. Like, I'm cool with going late. It's the morning exactly. that I'm, I don't function. And I'm like,
1: I'm more, more productive <laughs> when I'm functioning. So I don't want to waste people's money, you know?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I don't hit my like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's still good. Let's. <laughs> I'm ready to actually. That yeah. <laughs> so introduce yourself real quick to everybody. I gave a little overview. I'm not sure if you were on to hear, but give a give a quick intro to who you are. Show us where okay. where we're at. And, okay. Um,
1: um, yeah, my name's Nikita Rennie. I'm from British Columbia, Canada. I've been doing auto body restoration for going on ten years now. And uh yeah, I've branched off and been doing my own thing for seven months exactly till the day. <laughs> so, pretty- okay. yeah, thank Congratulations. you. And yeah, just focusing on Volkswagens, and that's where the heart's at. So, all right. So,
0: you heard my intro, maybe. Maybe you know a little bit about me. I was saying, like, I got my start in airflow Volkswagens as well. Tell me how this love affair started for you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of wagons you got Uh-oh, in? Oh, did we? Uh oh. Yeah, we broke That's up fine. a little bit there. I apologize. Um, yeah, are you able to hear me now? Okay, awesome. So I got my start in air cooled Volkswagens as well. That's what what got me started as a mechanic. I'm curious where your love is <laughs> here with with. And Volkswagen I'm curious about yours too.
1: Um, yeah, just growing up around it. At, at least at my mom's house. My dad's not a fan, <laughs> but. My mom, yeah, uh, and my old stepdad, he basically introduced her to Volkswagens, and, and then we grew up around them, And my brother and I, and we just fell in love. Like, I remember when I was around five, I was obsessed with her Mark 1 Cabrio. Like, when she sold it, I cried. And, uh, yeah, he had a Mark 1 Rabbit, and then, you know, it was just like Volkswagen after Volkswagen. Even my grandma. She's been driving them ever since. So (laughs) So, yeah, and then we we would go to the Great Canadian Volkswagen Show like growing up, and then that's how we'd see like all the air cooled stuff too. Like aside from just driving by and just the community itself. So that's where it all began. What about you? So was your your,
0: was your family. into, like fixing them too or just driving driving and enjoying,
1: enjoying them. Uh my stepdad he used to talk a lot about fixing them, but it never happened. <laughs> but yeah. Well, and my brother, like he's mechanically inclined naturally and he he would mess around in the garage too and build dune buggies and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. What about That's you nice. though? I'm curious about right. what got you into them. Uh,
0: so my family does not know where I came from like nobody nobody's into cars (laughs) nobody's really I mean my dad appreciates like the history of cars and the art of them but he's never like a car guy in any (laughs) traditional sense um and he actually forbid me from getting a Volkswagen (laughs) Bug as my first car because um because we're Jewish and my dad was like you might as well have a flag on the back Uh, of your car that says I'm an (laughs) anti-semite yeah (laughs) so they were not thrilled, um, but I, so I bought my first bug with my babysitting money, and it really, like, it came from the stupid mm-hmm. game, Punch Buggy. Like, <laughs> as a little kid, right, on the school bus, it was the only car that ever stood out to me, because they were, they were cute. Like, I don't know, there was just something them, and then as I got older, I was a total hippie kid, and no <laughs> dreadlocks and all, oh, and, I- um, so, oh yeah, and then I just, Got into them, got into working on them, and that was kind of the beginning of what got me into cars in, in general. Cool. Was the start That's of it. too
1: funny. You said your,
0: your dad uh, was not a supporter? Not a fan. Of cars in general?
1: Oh, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's a oh. welder. Like, he's been a welder for, for around 40 okay. years in production, and he was always like, you know, he hated every day. He hated his job, and... uh He was always like don't ever be a welder you know and it's just like a prison and so I think just the the idea of it being you know in a shop environment he knows how hard it is on your body and stuff and maybe in that sense he's not like overly thrilled but I know he's he's proud and yeah they're not his favorite cars he was more of like a 69 mustang fastback kind of dude back in the day and and grew up with like broncos and
0: stuff like that Gotcha. Hot rod versus a, <laughs> like, car that can barely get out of its own way. Yeah, body. you called
1: them it. Crow can. <laughs> What we're working on now?
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they, they're, yeah. their unique taste, right? Yeah. Like, they're not for, for sure. a <laughs> So, uh, so did you, like, set out to, to pursue this as a career path when you were young? Like, how did... How did it actually start? Did you pursue other career paths first? Did you find your way back? Soon? Yeah, like, um, tell me the story.
1: Well, well, first I guess uh, my mom, she's an esthetician, and she kind of was, you know, trying to guide me into the beauty industry. You know, so uh, she like after high school for like a year, she was on my ass, like go to go to school for electrolysis, which is permanent hair removal, and she does it, and everything, and, like, I don't want to do that, you know, but at the time, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and eventually, like, like a year of the nagging, I finally just gave in, sorry, mom, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) yeah, I finally gave in, so I did go to school in Montreal for electrolysis, and got that diploma and waxing, and I did, like, a course on, uh, eyelash extensions like back in the day. It was a terrible course. I did uh, <laughs> a hairdressing course in high school. Um, you know, and eventually I well, I ended up getting into a self-employment program with like the idea of doing electrolysis. And then once I made my business plan and everything, I realized how much it would actually cost and figure out the breakdown of like how long it might take to pay that off, and I'm like, way nah. too big of <laughs> a commitment for me to like hate every day of my life. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's yes. when I I started like thinking, okay, what am I passionate about, and went from there.
0: That's amazing. So you always had a little bit of an entrepreneurial kind of spirit, yeah. and thought that you wanted to own your own place eventually. Yeah. So you know it was yeah.
1: going like when I did with that cars. course I was like, I mean I could do it, but I gotta be passionate about it. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So when, what was the moment where you were like, Yes, cars, this is <laughs> Yeah, sure. This is what i like? really after
1: <laughs> that, uh when I was like, Okay, what am I passionate about? I'm like, Well I love Volkswagens and I like artsy kind of stuff, like being creative, working with my hands, you know? And then I'm like, oh, okay. Volkswagen related body or mechanical, and because I like more art kind of stuff, I was like, okay, body, and I thought, what? like I was so pumped on it, but yeah, uh, <laughs> not everyone was overly really excited at first, but no, no? <laughs> they are now. <laughs> they're all they're all happy. That's good
0: how did they how did they initially react what was oh, the reactions uh, from friends family
1: well that? like my mom and brother were really like no <laughs> no like my brother's like stick with electrolysis and my mom thought you know why don't you do something else and it t- turned into a big argument to be honest and uh but like i don't know i was raised to be like really focused on you know determined uh you want something bad enough, it's not hurting anybody, like, make it happen. So just like, okay, well, I mean, it's on me anyway. So it's unfortunate they weren't on the same page, but just, like, do what you got to do. It's your life at the end of the day, right? You got to live every day. So you don't want to be unhappy.
0: Yeah. How old were you at this point when you made this decision?
1: Um, like 21,
0: 22. Okay. Yeah, you're still you're still really yeah. young. Did you wind up going to school? Did you just like go right out into the field and learn on the yeah. job? What was your I was growth? starting, did you
1: get your starting to look into the schooling. And then I was also like looking online for jobs and shops and stuff. And uh, I came across a job posting on Kijiji, just super vague, like auto body. Oh, yeah. Kijiji. Do you not know have Kijiji there? <laughs> It's like, uh, it's like where people Canada sell King? stuff or like lease stuff and whatever, and okay. uh, yeah, it was like a super okay. vague post just saying like looking for somebody to do auto body, and uh, so I I applied and then I got an interview and I had no idea it was a restoration shop, at, which was like a huge bonus, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I ended up getting the interview there, and uh, I, I, he called me back later and told me an apprentice was willing to work for a low wage, so he took, he was going with the apprentice the first year, and uh, I was like, I'd say, like, you know what? Totally understandable. I'm willing to work for a low wage, too. <laughs> Just, you know, but uh, <laughs> if you have a change of heart let me know and like just thanks so much for at least giving me an interview and uh yeah okay hung up the phone and i cried like i wanted it so fucking bad and uh but like a week later he called me back and he was like yeah do you want to come like help me in the office i'm having a problem with time management oh i'm like okay but in the okay. door though <laughs> 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 but yeah to- <laughs> i
0: mean I love that. That's like a foot in the door opportunity, and that like I hear that from so many women, where it's like, like, all right, fine, whatever foot in the door I can do to get there. But like, I just always makes me wonder if like they would have done that yeah. to a oh, male applicant. Yeah. Oh, like, does anybody call back a male applicant and be like, actually, I need to start yeah, time. um, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: actually thankfully didn't spend a day in the office, and I'm not an office person at all, nice. so that would have been hard. But uh, he had me answering the phones and stuff, but I never had to do anything other than that, like, aside from, you know, like, typical, like, bitch work, prove yourself kind of thing, (laughs) you know, but, uh, yeah, he ended up letting that apprentice go, too, so, yeah.
0: So, did you fully on the job training then
1: while oh, you were Yeah, sorry, I kinda missed and, that part of job. Um okay. so it took me like <laughs> nine months of working for him and then he ended up apprenticing me. And uh so then I okay. I did like it's like five weeks a year, uh full time and then school. Okay. And then uh, so yeah okay. I did that and then I just did my apprenticeship over the over the years at the shops, so it's like 6,750 hours you have to collect on top of the schooling and all this stuff you gotta pass so it's mostly work like there is the entry level uh course but it's way longer and more expensive compared to if you can get in a shop and uh working and they'll apprentice you but it's really crammed like the schooling's really crammed when you're apprentice
0: in- huh. So, so because you had a job already and then he agreed to make you an apprentice through the official program, then you kind of were able to accelerate the process. Is that <coughs> um, my understanding, right? yeah. like you didn't have to start intro stuff? Like you didn't have to start with the intro class, like if someone were to start without a job. Yeah. Just no, like I
1: mean you're with everyone you're working for, you're learning things. So versus the entry level you're just like diving in with nothing that you've learned from your uh, employers. And then I think the entry level programs around a year long, or at least it used to be here. Whereas like the apprenticeship was five weeks for your first year, five weeks for your second, um, six weeks for your third and that's it.
0: So yeah. Interesting. And so I'm kind of really jealous of Canada's whole, like, program. It just feels really? so, so much more organized. Yours is combined with paint, right? So we don't have, well, we don't really, like, we don't have any required. We have mm-hmm. voluntary certification processes. Like, uh, on the mechanic side, you can get ASC certified. There's incentives and there's benefits to being ASC certified, but there's no, like, requirement to do it right like my nail technician is required to have a certificate to paint my toenails but my auto mechanic does not have to have a sort cert- certificate or a license oh. to fix a car so there's nothing yeah there's nothing required which means like which is one thing but then the other piece of it is there's no systematized like first you're this level then you're this level then you're this level like it's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> like a free hmm. for all. <laughs> so, yeah. ASD is kind of the closest we we have to being able to measure your level of experience um and then how long you've been in a, a career path, but there isn't a formalized hmm. process, like you guys. Crazy. Have.
1: Yeah. So did it you did, did you but take anyway? Did you I, take the course? Right is right that away. a course
0: then? So I, I went universal technical institute which is like a technical um school so it was like an associate's degree that i got in automotive technology um i've since done all of the ase certifications so i am ase certified and then i got like the different manufacturers have their own programs that you can get certified in so i was bmw certified for a while while i worked for them Mm. um but yeah well i did did that whole path because i knew nothing got into cars yeah nothing I had to go to school no
1: (laughs) I could not have known less literally (laughs) but the learning (laughs) never ends (laughs) yeah
0: oh it never does okay so so you're working at this job you go through your apprenticeship um first of all I think it's absolutely amazing that like the first place that you go after to get a job at you wind up getting a job and and that's awesome I (laughs) love you um (laughs) and you were for a couple of years then right
1: uh a little a over a years. year and he had to shut down he got sensitized okay. to uh paints so yeah yeah oh no <laughs> so anytime you're around that like That's you're awesome. just poisoning yourself until you you die if you keep going around it so yeah me and my coworker had to leave
0: <laughs> so yeah oh wow yeah crazy but
1: That didn't deter you, obviously. Um, I was like, I'm not not ready to leave yet. He's like, fly, fly, young grasshopper. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So what was was the next Uh, step? Find another restoration shop. And I live in a small community, so, like, I didn't even know there was any of those around. I'm like, okay. Like determine, you know, I was huge into like manifesting stuff at that time, too So I'm like this is happening. Like I don't care what anyone says anything's possible (laughs) so I Well one of the guys that was in my first year School schooling like he helped out for a week with when he was teaching make welding or whatever and uh, I I learned that he had a shop a couple hours away restoring horses 911 and like Ooh. ever since i was a kid it have been like my dream <laughs> so i was like right. well, okay <laughs> well
0: it's a natural <laughs> progression <laughs> from airport to... yeah so i try <laughs> to
1: get on with him but he, he was he agreed to meet with me and then so i drive all the way out there and he's like go in a collision <laughs> there's no money in restoration yeah really? And I was like, man, I could have broke down on the way here. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. So I ignored that. And I found a few shops online, went, like, did my resume, cover letter, started driving around to find them. And two of them weren't existing anymore. One of them was. And, like, I didn't know if they were hiring or whatever. I just showed up. And I'm like, hey, here's my resume. Like, you looking for help. And I ended up getting a job, getting a job like, oh, so, yeah, that's nice. That led to that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, can I say I love I love that, like, throughout this story thus far already, there's been mm-hmm. like, all these people who are like, no, don't do that. Even people yeah. in trades, well, yeah. <laughs> they're telling you not to go into it. Restoration guy telling you not to do restoration. <laughs> You're like, uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, hold my beard. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, I love that. But I also think it's like such a it's such an interesting thing. It's like a theme that I see throughout these interviews is how like how committed you have to be as a as a woman particularly to, or at, as anybody it seems these days mm-hmm. to pursue this as a career path because so many people, even our coworkers are saying, Don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. Like, you have to really want it to get oh through God. all of that yeah. layers of BS.
1: And it's like so much work. Like so many people don't want to work, like in my generation especially. But it's like, yeah, that's a lot of work, but it's rewarding. And if you're passionate about it, it's worth it. Like, yeah, your body's gonna hurt a lot. And like should probably try to like think about ways to you know, take better care of yourself, but, <laughs> 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 me
0: in particular. <laughs> Guilty as
1: charged, yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Like, there's no, that's why I focus on Volkswagen's' because that's where my heart is. Like, if my heart's not into it, it's so much work, it's so hard on you, I'm like, it's not worth it anymore to me. Like, got to be stoked on it.
0: And you're not getting rich doing totally. it. So like, what would you be doing it for then? <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Yeah, you got to be doing it for love. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so you get this next job. You open another restoration shop. Is this a Volkswagen place? Yeah, is this just uh, another
1: muscle yeah. car, hot rod <laughs> shop. We did a trunk of trucks too. But yeah, anti-Volkswagen okay. actually. Um, <laughs> There was... <laughs> there was someone that wanted a Westie done. And, yeah, they were, like, him and hawing. And I was, like, putting the picture everywhere, like, please. They were, like, no, absolutely <laughs> no, not. And I was so bummed. I'm, like, one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were not. But
1: he did help me with my car, though. So I'll give him that. Yeah. Nice oh my god and what is your car? it's nothing special it's a shitbox, box like but it's a mark 4 jetta tdi yeah okay. yeah it's That's uh nice. it's been very neglected <laughs> too busy working on other people's stuff
0: <laughs> but when i yeah. oh sorry what is that yeah <laughs> I'm no, I'm the same way all of that. my cars are horrible
1: <laughs> yeah but so when I first first got it, like his buddy gave it to me because it was just smashed like, and uh oh. he helped me with all that, so like the um strut to- uh strut tower mount area was all like crunched like the the frame horn was just like mangled like it was annihilated, so yeah. he did help me with that. You did some,
0: like, serious frame straightening and, like, yeah. serious hardcore. Yeah, well,
1: um, put it back together. The, his wow. neighbor at the time, he had, like, all that equipment, so he ended up tweaking it a bit. And we just, like, fit and welded stuff
0: in. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. What 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 kind of work have you been doing <laughs> up until this point? Like, is it mostly metal work? Is it mostly body work? Yeah, all of it. A little bit of all of the other ones?
1: yeah like well not paint though (laughs) and not mechanical like the (laughs) most i would do mechanically was dismantling in the past but uh yeah for the most part it's just like rust repair like metal work body work um priming and prep for paint and it's it's been like all all of that for a solid chunk of time now at the yeah at the uh volkswagen shop that i worked at like my boss at the time had a full-time job so it was just me by myself monday to friday and uh yeah and so i did like all of that like if uh if he if i got stuck on something or whatever like i could shoot him a text and he could help me out and
0: whatnot but yeah how many years of experience did you have at the like where like at the point where (laughs) you were being left alone um i had a year like were you still i had a year (laughs) part-time
1: because okay so when i when i started working for him i was working full-time at that other shop we were just talking about so at that point i was like two years in and then uh i worked for him part time on the side of my forty hour a week job at the other shop and then it transitioned wow. to full time and so I guess I would have been around three years by the time I was left alone Monday to Friday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's it depends. Like how what how, <laughs> what was that experience like for you to go from being so new really and having people mm. around you to help guide you and teach you to like Yeah,
1: here you go. Well it was One um, hmm. yeah it was kind of crazy he'd be like here's a panel okay bye (laughs) put the panel on right figure it out and I'm like (laughs) oh fuck you trust me with this okay (laughs) but I figured it out and like it helped build the confidence because like everything I did he was always so stoked like so appreciative of everything and like I never like he never like gave me crap about anything like and uh, it was kind of overwhelming. It's hard to like show up at eight in the morning when you're by yourself. <laughs> you don't have to be. So then I ended up working later. <laughs> not, like we were saying earlier, naturally not a morning person. <laughs> so that was like, just yes. Especially being alone, just cause like time goes so much slower compared to when you're working with somebody. Yeah. At least back then it really did for me, yeah. but. Yeah, it was a learning curve. Well,
0: it's good, good training yeah. for being yeah. a business owner. i got lots of years'
1: <laughs> experience with that now. Well, decent handful. <laughs> <laughs> so how long did you um, work for um, then? <clears throat> so we were off and on for a little bit. So altogether, around four five years. Yeah. Maybe
0: okay. Maybe nice. full-time,
1: nice. like three I'm or best- four, I want to say
0: yeah okay nice and i'm assuming you sought sought him a oh. visible shop <laughs> i was always try, like i <laughs> couldn't
1: find any around here and uh there was one other porsche place like not too far out of the town and they weren't hiring and uh so i was like i didn't know there was any around and then i'm in a volkswagen group like a okanagan like the area i live Volkswagen group, whatever, and I see you as posts, like, looking for body person in Volkswagen, like, air-cooled shop, and I was like, like, are you kidding? I, yeah, I lost my shit, me, like, instantly, me, me. I'm writing a cover letter, I'm updating my resume, I send it to him, I send him pictures of my work, and, uh, yeah, it just, like, spiraled
0: from there, so. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Did you always think that you, I mean, I know you had that interest in owning your own business back when it was doing beauty stuff, but you didn't want to do the beauty stuff. So did you think that someday it was in your plans to own your own shop or did that kind of happen accidentally organically? Well,
1: the first time I worked for Jason at recommended the Volkswagen place, um, he, mentioned the idea of me taking over but i was only like three years in at that point and like it became too much for him right (laughs) because like he had a full-time job and all that and then i'm there full-time working and then it's like at that time he was doing the priming also and the paint and stuff and then he's getting behind and so it it was just a lot and yeah he was was like you want to take over and i'm like okay but then i ended up being like I'm not ready. Like, I was too new into it and whatever. And so so I knew, yeah, I'd want to when I was more ready kind of thing. But, um, and I also think that's kind of, at least around here, the only way you can kind of get ahead, you know, or like make a decent living. Like it's not not like you're rolling because you're still, you still got to pay off all your equipment and then you got to buy more. Right, but at least you're not <laughs> like yeah struggling hard, living off potatoes or something, you know?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. That's. I mean, my God, that's crazy that he was trying to run run a business. Yeah. Have a full time job. I mean, you essentially mm-hmm. were his business, yeah. and he had a job. Yeah. He just did the. He
1: well, he <laughs> dealt with the customers and like the billing and. You know, he did. He it was his part time job, but I'm like, how can you do that when you have a business? That's so much work. Like that's more than a full time job. <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, crazy. So when did the transition happen to where now? Yeah, so that was when you were three years. In. Then yeah, seven months ago, you're yeah now on your own doing your own um, thing.
1: So I when he shut down I ended up working for another guy for a bit and then uh Jason reopened a shop and was like, Hey, you wanna work for me again? (laughs) I'm like, Man, I'm committed to this like vehicle and whatever and eventually we had a falling out and uh next thing you know I was working for Jason and that went for for another couple years, and it just got too big for him again, and, and an accumulation of things, so it was too much, and he wanted to sell it. And uh but then, next thing you know, it was like, oh, someone reported us. You got a month, and you got to get out, basically. So I I expected oh, wow. to be in this position like years down the road. Not like all of a sudden I have a month. <laughs> so yeah, it was so stressful. I had so many mental breakdowns that month. But uh, yeah, it was just like basically I worked till the end of the month. I had I had two weeks to get the new new shop set up, get my equipment, and get working like as soon as I could. Even though I wasn't a thousand percent set up, I'm like I can't wait to. Around for EI because like I was laid off but two weeks like I'm like EI that won't pay for like my bills you know so and it takes yeah takes three months to get it <laughs> so yeah within two weeks I was like here working it was crazy crazy fast
0: crazy well but like, nothing like yeah. just diving in right <laughs> really overwhelming <laughs> was there ever- was there ever a question, were you like, did you contemplate just going and no. finding another job? Or yeah, like, no. Right now no, this is- I this had told
1: him, like, we got along so good. Like, you know, he was the best boss ever. Um, we just became really good friends. And he used to joke, like, like, we did have a plan that I would eventually take over, but that didn't work out. But like, he would joke, oh yeah, I can't wait for you to work for the next boss and, you know, make friends fun of me because like i had a shop cat and like all this other stuff like yeah you're gonna tell them i need a shop cat i need beer fridge full i need this and that and i'm like i'm not working working for anyone else like not happening like too many bad experiences kind of you know like and it's just you know if you want to get somewhere i i feel at least around here you gotta do it for yourself whether you're male or female like i know guys that were taking advantage of too
0: yeah sure oh yeah absolutely i think it's a it's a shame that the trades generally are are hardly yeah. underpaid and undervalued i mean not universally there's a lot of good shops out there but yeah. as a as a whole i don't think technicians whether it's mechanical or on the body and paint side like they yeah. just don't get what they deserve i, I don't feel like so, how are you adapting to being a business owner and now handling like the other side of things—the customers, the appointments, the invoicing, like all of that? Oh. Stuff. Has that how has that been? Yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning to like. <laughs> yeah, that just said so much. You got it. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh, uh, I. I mean, you got to put your foot down, you know, basically over and over again, it feels like and um, gotta repeat yourself a lot. <laughs> like a million times. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's getting easier. Like, yeah, there's hiccups here and there. And it's all just part of the learning curve. And uh, I'm getting like a lot more yeah. calm. I was just like, a freaking anxious, like, ball in the beginning just overthinking everything and (laughs) yeah yeah so I'm learning to just like you know just chill a little more like it's gonna be what it's gonna be like don't stress about more than you have to there's already too much
0: (laughs) (laughs) i impressed that you're there already because i feel like it's seven months to already feeling like all right i'm finding my calm again i was probably three years Mm. into owning my own shop when before like i was running Mm. around like a chicken with my head Mm. cut off and so high it took me a long time to get oh thanks
1: well i mean i think the biggest key is uh keeping the overhead as low as possible so like maybe if the mm-hmm. shop I was in was like bigger or like more like significantly more expensive oh my god like I would be a freaking mess right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like how a, big is a chubby double bay so it's snug <laughs> I love it. it is snug but <laughs> I'm like you know I'm trying to keep it as as low as I can okay. like just to you know get things paid off and then You know, no, I am actually looking into bigger shops already, but I'm just, like, trying to ease into it, not dive too far over my head.
0: I think think that's so smart. I, like, growing organically, I feel like, is always the best way when you're, like, you know, I I went from a one-bay shop to a two-bay shop to a four-bay shop. Like, it just slowly grew, and and then I didn't have any debt versus i'm a diving huge building and have be up to my eyeballs in debt and i think that's where so many small businesses fail so oh, i think you're totally you. doing it right how did do you have no is just it just you or me. do you have work with you um
1: the when i was working for jason he uh he had hired like one of my buddies as a mechanic and i kind of feel like you know if someone wants something done mechanically i just push it his way or if i have enough room i can bring him in and then um jason also had this uh other guy gerald doing the paint for him towards the end and he's still like all gung-ho wanting to paint and everything and so i rent his booth and uh i send. Whoever wants their stuff painted by him, it just goes to
0: him, and then that's his deal. Not my employee. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you have like a yeah. network you can yeah. send people to, but you you're very clear with your customers that you're yeah. just doing the yeah. metal and the body work. You get mm-hmm. it ready for painting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very. Cool. <laughs> I love it. So how many projects mm-hmm. do you have going at once in in your? Living? are you like a one car at a time do you have multiple projects yeah
1: right now i have one mainly because uh the other bus that's coming in has been in another shop like down the coast and they're behind or whatever so otherwise i do want to keep it to two just like and before this bus came in i did have two at the same time just because uh you know if something happens with one financially or whatever, you have something there to keep busy with, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: not, not too much that you get told totally Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. make
1: them understand they're That's not your awesome. first priority right now, they're, the one job is, but, like, if something happens, then it's there and you're able to carry on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. was one thing I learned. That <laughs> At first, I was like one car, <laughs> small shop.
0: No. <laughs> you know. Nice. Okay, so while we're on that topic, like, what are some of your other like less like hard-learned lessons that you've that you've got? Like all together. In these, well, in this as a business owner now, running your own shop, like, what are the things that maybe like either you weren't expecting or like, are your biggest takeaways thus far? Like I know you're mm-hmm. not in it as a business owner for too long, but if you're talking to somebody else who wanted to start a business, like what you've learned <laughs> thus far is, oh my yeah. God, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like, um, keep
1: overhead as low as humanly possible.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, it's nice to have all this fancy yeah. extra tools and whatever, but like, if you've lived with thought it before you can again at least temporarily till you get your stuff paid off. Like I personally hate living in debt. Like I think about it every day. If I owe like, you know, an absurd amount of money, I just can't stand it. And uh yeah. So that would be like the biggest thing that's made such a difference as far as stress level too. Um yeah. yeah. Other thing I wasn't expecting is having to like repeat myself a million times. Like no matter how <laughs> no matter how transparent you are people just don't get it you know yeah.
0: like, like what kind of stuff are you dealing with as far as having to repeat that customers aren't getting um just trying operations? to make
1: sure they understand what they're getting themselves into like how big of a process it is it's huge it's expensive like it, there's a lot of hours involved like i never want it to take longer than it has to And I just try to be as open and upfront from the beginning because I never want someone to, like, get in over their head and be like, shit, now I've spent, like, 30 grand and, like, I don't want to keep spending more, but you can't, like, stop, you know? So it's just, uh, and, yeah, I don't know, anything. Like, literally anything. (laughs) I I don't, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Restoration has got to be pretty tough like i feel like that is more so than probably anything else like the the mystery like people don't have a clue how much goes into no. it like any it. I, I i had no clue five years ago before i started doing the builds like i have yeah. no idea how much went into it They just don't like even If you wrap your brain around it conceptually, it still doesn't make sense until you've seen it. Yes, that's when I
1: think that's when it clicks, when you're actually going through it. Um, And especially on these things, there's millions of layers. So it's like, you you can't, even if you can see it's rotted, there's still shit behind there. that's like, okay, is that too?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's always surprises. And I give you a ton of credit for doing buses like we were so we were just at Bear Jackson a group of us went and like there's a ton of buses and I'm a huge bus freak like I love buses I want a 23 window so badly um not that I'll ever be able to do it you (laughs) you never know (laughs) right (laughs) yes we're gonna we're gonna put that out in the universe if it's a 23 window garage find like hit me up um but you know, so you see them, and there's such a range of levels of restoration on them. And just there's so much flat territory. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much to get straight. And so many buses are just waving yeah. as hell all along the side. Anything that's that long and that, like, straight <laughs> just, like, that's okay. I give you but a to
1: be fair, <laughs> there's only been one bus that I was a part of the body process because they're so expensive with the metal work alone. Most people are like, just do the metal. We don't even want the body work done. So, yeah, I've oh, spent really? thousands of hours on buses, metal. <laughs> yeah. All,
0: all metal. So. <laughs> yeah interesting
1: because like you can
0: crazy oh what is what i was gonna say
1: you can easily be like there was one bus we were at the last shop we were trying to figure out oh how much is this thing gonna cost and it was like 20 grand just for metal and metal work for the underside alone it's like you know you easily there was this other bus i was working on there and it was a 21 window conversion it was an 11 window but a tree fell on it so it screwed up the back areas where those extra windows would be anyways and then the roof was wrong that someone put <laughs> on there so he's like well it's 64 let's make it a 21 window and like nothing was not touched on that thing <laughs> or replaced or repaired aside from the dash literally and i he's got to wow. be like 40 or 60 into it just metal like
0: yeah I believe, yeah. I believe yeah, it. So, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, and Volkswagens, I think air-cooled Volkswagens are such a like because they were so popular as a starting point for people to like get get their feet wet or whatever and working on cars. Like, I feel like so many of them are. So molested, oh my god! yeah. Right? like so many of them have been packed <laughs> up. up Let's see what this one like. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've seen that, like, somebody's done to a car? Like, either, like, horrible work yeah. or just where you're like, why? Why would you okay. do, um, do
1: Yeah. So many. <laughs> like, pretty much everything. Everything is horrible. Even coming out of shops these days, like, I don't know why. Like, we had three Beatles pulled from shops and brought to the last shop I was working at. And I'm like, this wasn't done, like, a long time ago. Who's doing this? But uh, oh, wow. yeah, no, um, this one was pretty bad. Like the inner rockers was all molded out of fiberglass and there was cardboard right in there. And oh, there was like this square t- tubing <laughs> at the bottom of the rockers and then like a piece of sheet metal over top tacked onto it for the rocker on the outside. And then that's what the fiberglass was like stuck to in the inner and. Yeah, just terrible, oh Every, like so many times you see patches and they're just <laughs> like tacked and then they're just rotting. And yeah, there was, there was another one, it's like, it was like uh, a truck at the old shop I worked at. <laughs> he was upset, uh-huh. he had just brought it to a body shop and uh, yeah, wow. he, they didn't give him the paint job he wanted, they did like the whole bottom side, that uh, bed liner, whatever, it wasn't like the right color, and, yeah, it was all fiberglass. <laughs> and it was, like, that metal, I forget what that's called. It's, like, the sheet with all the holes in it. <laughs> it was just, like, yes. Yeah.
0: Per- and it was metal? just, like,
1: all fiberglass. Like, all. <laughs> that was probably, like, one of the tops. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's amazing. I, my Volkswagen Bug, my first car had a patch that was done with chicken oh my and fiberglass. Oh, my God yeah that was <laughs> all those yeah. backyard dmr oh, yeah. fixes I
1: never <laughs> like this thing like i cannot tell you how many spots the filler is like literally like this thing uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: like why so painful <laughs> so painful it's been more work doing <laughs> that than just fixed it and i feel
0: So what's your like what's your favorite part of the process? You're doing the metal, you you've done the body work, you've done fabrication. Um, what's your favorite part when you're like at a specific stage? Mm. Are you like this is my happy yeah, the place? Do you metal. Have a when I'm not
1: on the concrete working overhead? <laughs> 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 but yeah, the metal definitely welding, you know. Yeah. Any
0: particular part, part of it is the welding? Is it the Um thing? the
1: welding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to play around more with the shaping like I want to I got an English wheel but I haven't gotten to set it up yet I don't have enough room and then I just got a planishing yeah. hammer and stuff and I want to really start playing around with like that you know but that's
0: awesome I, oh, really? I just got one recently oh, as well and it is oh cool so much fun the English wheel <laughs> yeah both I got an English wheel about a year Year and a half ago, I got the planishing hammer. Um, about I don't know seven months ago, um, and then I just got this little handheld planishing hammer. It's like this little teeny tiny thing, and oh, you can just use it wherever. That. I'll I'll send you yeah, a, a picture. That's of it. It's really freaking cool. It's um, it's fun to play with. It is just like you know, you just dive in yeah. and figure it out as you go. But like, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing half of the time. But you it's weird. really fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I right. might have seen exactly. a video of that that little thing. I don't know. You'll have to send it though. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and you have room for I it. I Yeah, you where'd
1: it. you find yeah. that?
0: Um, Instagram. I follow like a oh, ton okay. of metal workers and metal shapers <laughs> and whatnot, and I just saw somebody using oh. it, and I went down the rabbit oh. hole. Oh, yeah, who I'm gonna look that. into that. yeah okay i will shoot you a link for it (laughs) absolutely okay so we have i don't i just looked up at the time it is almost seven o'clock or seven o'clock my time it's been almost an hour our hour is almost done already it went way fast um so i have are you okay with me going slightly over because i have a few more questions i want to ask you that's okay um and i Looks like I actually are also have. Nope, that's not a question. That's a comment. Okay. Um. If anybody else has questions, I think we'll throw you'll them appreciate mark this box down below. It's back. <laughs> oh yeah! Just at the that. fact there's a butt on there.
1: <laughs> Bring it back to me.
0: is awesome. I love it. Is that, it <laughs> is that why you bought it, or do you actually? Is that why you bought it, or? I mean,
1: I love beer, beer, but my mom gave it to me. <laughs>
0: It's like you have to have this. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's super cute. But I I have bought it for other people because of that. But Nelson Brewery, you can't go nice. wrong.
0: With <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love it. So what would you say has been just in your career thus far, like just personally or professionally, like what has been the biggest challenge you feel like you've dealt with, whether it's like in yourself or, or people you've dealt with or jobs that you've had, or just the whole process. What do you think is the biggest um, challenge I think
1: the biggest challenge for me was paying off that schooling, the previous schooling when, uh, when I got <laughs> into this, because you know, you're, you're learning. And so you're not making a lot of money, even when you're, even when you're, you've been doing it for a solid chunk of years. You're not like rolling. So especially starting out, like, and you're making very low. um, That was the hardest. It took so long to get out of that. Like there was a couple times I literally was like living off potatoes and stuff. So I'm so glad that's over with. Cause I would not want to have to deal with that again, but I mean, it's worth it in the end. So Yeah. What
0: about for you? (laughs) Geez. I mean, I came up, I came up in the industry probably 12 years before you. And I think the scene has changed quite a bit. Um, But, but for me, um, like I was, I was not welcome in most of the jobs that I worked at, at least the first handful of jobs that I was at, like people were really very clear that as a woman I was not welcome. Um, so that was that was the biggest challenge. Was kind of staying with it, even when, when it was like so. Um, yeah. Not no kidding. <laughs> Props you. Style,
1: Good for you. So getting through that, you've done amazing for yourself.
0: Yeah. I- well, thank you. I'm back, back at you. You're only ten years in, and look at you. Where are you? In it as
1: yeah, long as I, don't I have. know. Or I should start thinking <laughs> about. that, I guess.
0: <laughs> now nah, just follow, follow the ride. I had, If you told me ten years ago that this is what my life yeah. was going to be, now I would have laughed at you. Like I, it's you know, I, I didn't envision mm-hmm. this life necessarily. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. been, it's been a hell of a ride, and just. You've got, you've got a good attitude. I feel like as long as you're staying positive and putting your heart in it and doing it because you love it, then the opportunities yeah. show up and just, just say yes to them and just keep yeah, seeing where life you. brings I you. I
1: agree. For sure. Yeah. Even if something, like, you know, kind of <laughs> negative happens or whether it be with an employer or whatever and it results in you leaving, I feel like it's always been a blessing in disguise and it just helps you progress. Like like, okay, onwards and upwards, you know, like, otherwise, who knows, who knows how long you'd be stuck in that one spot.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, there's always, yeah. It's, there's always two sides to every coin, right? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't remember where I saw this, but I've been, I've actually been wanting to get this tattooed on me for the longest time. I just said, trust the timing of your life. Like, you just got to trust like there are things that happen where you're like god damn it why did this happen this was awful i'm heartbroken and then four years later you're like, oh yeah. that had to happen otherwise wouldn't be yeah, sure. where i'm at now
1: even with like some people treating you not right and whatever it's like well you're not gonna take it um you know like that's when you move, move on in the you, if you're just a genuine good person, like I believe in karma. So it's like, okay, something, something more suitable is meant for me right now, you know? Yeah. Just try to yeah. trust
0: that. Absolutely. Okay. So final question. Um, and then, and then we'll let you, we'll let you go. Cause I know you probably want to get home at some point or maybe get back to work. I'm chill. Sure plan this for the <laughs> night. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> um so if you had the opportunity to talk to younger you, what would be your words to yourself or to another little girl or little mm. boy like you out there? Um, <clears throat>
1: mm. I mean I've always been, like, really determined and stuff, so I think uh, I wouldn't be, like, you know, just hang in there or whatever, because it's kind of like what I did anyway. <laughs> but I think the <laughs> the biggest thing probably is just, like, be conscious of your health. Um, it's, it's a very toxic environment, and uh, while it's super uncomfortable wearing a mask, like, which I'm guilty, I don't do it all the time, but... Especially with metal work, like, I won't do it. Unless there's, like, rust and shit everywhere. But, uh, like, you know, sanding filler, I I used to not wear it at all. And uh, it's really not comfortable when you're laying in bed every night, hardly able to breathe out of your nose. So it's like, okay, you know, you think yeah. it's uncomfortable wearing the mask. It's a lot worse when you go to bed. Or, like, priming, like, not being careful with the priming got really, really bad bad like make sure you have ventilation fresh air like those those are the probably the biggest things
0: I I super appreciate that you brought that up and I feel like you you might be the first person who's brought that up as their as their piece of advice and I think that's so huge I think particularly and I'm guilty too I think we're all guilty um but you know especially when we're young like oh we're young we're invincible we can do whatever and it's you hear the the folks in their fifties and sixties complaining about stuff, and you're like, "No, oh, that's not going to be yeah. me. I'm fine." And then you get there, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah no, I really uh, should have listened." Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. I, that up. <laughs> um, I lied. One last question. I have to know what's your what's your dream car? If You could have any car.
1: So yes. I'm, I'm so bad for it? choosing a favorite of everything. I got like fifty cars. I want. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah i de- <laughs> definitely want a porsche 911 like always have since i was a kid i mean i'll take you and uh <laughs> take like 10 mark twos <laughs> and like you know a few mark ones and of course the air cooled stuff and, yeah <laughs> huge list but the one that like ever since i was a kid when i was asked like what's your dream car i think i was around seven or something i'm like when i saw what a porsche Version nine eleven was. I wanted that, and I still do. So that might win.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, right. I like it. I mean, hey, if you've been in love with them since you were seven, yeah. I feel like that has What's to yours? Though? <laughs> <laughs> Oof.
1: Um, yeah. twenty three windows is so definitely sweet. one of
0: them. Um, I want an original Mini Cooper, like the little teeny cool. tiny OG yeah. ones, because they're super cute. And oh yeah, yacht. I
1: like. Yeah, I then a big bus. And then a big bus.
0: <laughs> and then a big bus. Awesome. Well, those are Love just it. awesome. <laughs> That's my, my hippie soul still like wanting to come out. Like, part of me still wants to like buy a bus, oh, yeah. pack it up, and just like go live out of it somewhere. Like, do it. Oh, I definitely that. want a, a
1: couple buses too. I, a synchro, if I had money, and just like go off in the bush, you know. Yeah.
0: But I mean, nice. twenty-three window would
1: be sweet. Twenty-one window, like
0: <laughs> really, any yeah, of me either. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I love it. Well, hopefully, we'll get to yeah. meet in real life at some point. I am. Um, I may. I may actually have plans to oh, be up oh. in Canada at some point this year. So maybe. Um, if you're ever down in the states or in the Arizona area, yeah. I'd love to meet you. Me First, I'd love to have you by the shop. Um, I was so, so stoked to find your profile and see what you're doing. I was like, the last person I
1: expected to hear from. And, like, I saw that All Girls Garage show four years ago or something when I was working for this male chauvinist dude or whatever. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, is this a scam? Right. Meanwhile, I write to you. I'm like, I
0: don't know. Hi, my name's Bogey. <laughs> I'm so weird. I'm like, I don't know if you know
1: me. Small world, the internet's crazy. But yeah, you should um you should I message me it. your shop address or something and I'll send you some stickers if you want. Look. Reverse but the uh, There's Vokes yeah! in the eyes. I love I drew it, it. actually. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And if the name of your business
0: is old Vokes yeah old folks revival that 's right, okay, I knew that, so folks who are watching, go follow her, go follow her shop old folks revival revival. I will have both of those tagged in this video when I post it up, but go follow the follow her and her shop, check her out, follow along on her journey. I um, can promise you is going to continue to be a good one. Um, check out some of her work that she 's done, really cool stuff i 'm um, super grateful. That you chose uh, to say yes and agreed to hang out with me for an hour. You're awesome. I love what you're doing. am so excited to continue to watch your journey. And, um, and hopefully we'll meet in real life soon. And everybody at home, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to come back next week. We will have another awesome tradeswoman to meet and hear all about her journey. Um, huge thank you to my sponsor, Drive Time, for helping make these happy hours possible and to continue on over after so many so many episodes two years worth of episodes now um, i appreciate you guys tuning in each week and coming back to hang out with me and the incredible woman that we feature each week and other than that um, until next time be good to yourselves be good to one another Have a fantastic thank your you. evening thank you nice out